Welcome to the Power of Love show sponsored by the Dee Dee Jackson Foundation, where we shine a light on loss and grief and how it impacts our lives. We are here to provide hope, resources, and a community so no one feels alone in their grief. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Power of Love show sponsored by the Dee Dee Jackson Foundation, where we shine a light on loss and grief and how it impacts our lives. We are live. This is TJ Jackson and Taj Jackson. We are live today, October 7, 2020. Uh, we are live on the Power of Love show. So if you're watching us right now on Facebook or YouTube, uh, you could be also listening to us on our podcast. Thank you guys for joining us. Um, it's been a crazy day for me so far. Taj, I haven't really asked you. How's your day been? Today was a rare day because we... Um Tina's mom took Taylor in the morning. So it's probably the first day in like probably three or four months that I had eight hours of sleep, over eight hours of sleep. So that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Wait, wait. Okay. I, I, I want to get into that. But first, let's do our disclaimer. Uh, we are not licensed therapists. We are just ordinary people who've experienced loss in our lives. We've been impacted by it and we've learned from it. So uh, if you need, saying that though, if you need professional help, we urge you to seek it and to find it. Do not just rely on us. Um, okay, Taj, I'm, I'm intrigued. So you, you guys got a, a day, what, a night of sleep? Well, t- tell me, what'd you guys get? Tina's mom's leaving soon to go to Thaisa because um, Thaisa's pregnant and having a okay. baby soon. So she's going over there to San Francisco. So the last three days she gets with Taylor. So she offered to wake up in the morning and feed Taylor and all that stuff. And so I was, I got, I got an off day and, and I took advantage of it. Slept in. You slept in. Yes. So cool. I'm, I'm pretty, I'm just having my coffee now, but so you'll see it ramp up. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Yeah. Well, um, today's episode is obviously myself, Taj, but also you guys, because, and when I say you guys, of course, I mean the community, those who are watching us, who are listening to us right now. Um, this is going to be a interactive type of show, and it's going to discuss an important topic, and that topic is resil- resiliency. Yes, resiliency. Resiliency. It's, it's a tough word when you single it out, but obviously the, the act of being resilient is super important uh, in life and especially in today's difficult and challenging time. So with that said, um, I want to pose already, Taj, a question to our community. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is, and of course, we're going to answer these as well. But the first question that I want to pose to the community is, do you consider yourself a resilient person? Mm-hmm. Um so, Todd, I'm going to ask you, do you consider yourself a resilient person? Um, it depends on what it is, but yes. Um, if I want something or if I, if it's something, if there's obstacles in the way and I'm someone that believes in something, I will fight for it. I will, I won't let anything get in, in its in my way. If I know, especially if I'm supposed to have it or if I'm supposed to. What do you do mean something? if you're supposed to have it? What does that mean? That if if it's something that I feel I'm, I don't want to say worthy because that sounds like a weird word. Just you know, there's certain things that you should get in terms of in life, in terms of um, 
common things. Okay. And, you know, obviously, if you work hard in life, you should get rewarded for it, especially if you spent many years, you know, when it comes this to, is, yeah. To me, this is a, by the way, that was good hosting technique right there. Was it? And, I didn't see yeah, it. Yeah. When, okay, look. So I've taken hosting. Can you say the disclaimer first? Because I just. What happened? Did You you said this disclaimer, right? Yeah. I just okay. said, that's bad hosting technique. Not bad. Yeah, that's bad. Okay. I just want to make but sure before. Let me tell you the good hosting tip for anyone out there who wants to be a host. Uh, whenever someone cuts you off, you are supposed to not say anything else and let the person continue on his thought. So what I said is I cut you off and you stopped and you let me finish. So that was good hosting technique. But honestly, I forgot exactly why I cut you off. So continue on. Yeah. Yeah. That's bad. <laughs> um, I don't know. There's just certain things in life that I, you know, when it came to our career, yeah, I, knew we, I expected us to do well because we had put the hours in. We had sacrificed, you, um, I don't want to say fun, but just hanging out with other people to, to work on our craft. Yeah. And especially when you know that you, you, there's no reason to not succeed in that way. It's, you know. Touch, touch, touch. First of all, two things. Number one, can you raise your camera up so I just don't see your eyes and your nose when there's yeah. a comment? Come on, man. Show number, camera down. Hold on. We are in our hundreds. Well, we're about 50 or uh, maybe 30 or so on this. I just platform. didn't want to tower over there you. Go. There you go. You know, that's bad. Um, this, is, this, is, this is what I wanted. This is why I cut you off though on the first time. Because this kind of leads to a different topic. If you oh. kind of expect a certain result because you put in the work, sometimes life doesn't work that way. Sometimes it can set you back, which can diminish your resiliency if you have an expectation that you're supposed to get things so you do have to still be careful with that expectation and, and be incredibly resilient and uh persevere to get to that destination because i agree exactly. with you where you if you know when life is teaching you a lesson or when life is trying to t turn you somewhere else because that is actually where you're supposed to go. That is the hardest thing to do. That's the catch 20, not the catch 20. It's just, the, it's the, I don't even know the word. Maybe I should have not got as much sleep, but I think that it's, <laughs> I don't know. The, the, the life lesson is basically, okay. If you think you're going, you're supposed to always go left and life shifts you right. Maybe you were supposed to go right in that situation to get yeah. you to go to the, to get what you wanted in that way, but people fight because they're like, no, I'm always supposed to go left, only supposed to go left. And and I've been pretty good with that. So that's why that's, I mean, other people, you know, I don't, there's a certain thing where I'm like, okay, maybe I'm supposed to learn something from it. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, well, one thing which I haven't figured out yet, and maybe you should show me after the show is how to turn down your phone notification or your notifications when you're doing these lives, but, you should know that. I think you'd know that. I don't. But um, one thing I think we need to do too, Taj, is maybe before we get too far on this topic is define what resiliency is. Um, so I didn't look in the dictionary. I meant to, but I didn't. But I do have some kind of descriptions of what resilience is. It. Yeah. Yes. And resilience is the ability to recover from difficult experiences and setbacks uh, to adapt, move forward, and sometimes even experience growth. And I would kind of challenge that, that whenever you are resilient, you are growing. Um, so uh, resilience, 
how we navigate a crisis or a traumatic event. And of course, the coronavirus has many characteristics of trauma because mm -hmm. it's unpredictable and uncontrollable. Um, but anyway, how we navigate a crisis or a traumatic event depends in large part on how resilient we are. Um, so, and here's a here's a question, Todd. What what characteristics do you think lends itself to, or what what characteristics? Is not the right word, but what determines someone's resiliency level, in your opinion? What do you think that answer is? Both both positive and negative. Okay, negative is hard headedness, just in terms of like they so think being stubborn. And I stubborn. want. To, Community, you guys guess too, because there's some answers I have, but that's a negative one. Okay. So what contributes to you being either resilient or not resilience? You yeah. say stubbornness. So stubbornness in terms of like if you are supposed to be learning a lesson or if you're supposed to be, as we talked in uh previous ap episodes, maybe this is the time where you're supposed to write that book that you say you never have had time to write. You know, but you're over here thinking, oh, I'm out of work or whatever. And, and maybe it's an opportunity to do the things that you never got to do because you were working so hard. You know, yeah. you have to just sometimes turn it on its head and look in it at a different perspective. But if you're stubborn, sometimes you're like, no, 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 no. I need this. I'm supposed to be doing this. And I think that's one of the things that I, I'm a go with the flow kind of person. So that's one of the things that kind of helps me. You know, but I'm when I think I'm supposed to have something, I'll find a way to get it. But I do kind of navigate like that. I don't just go straight in that in that way. I had to do that because I did it under the, the the camera. No one saw what I did. Um, Todd, you're an amazing man. I know. Trust I me. Every day. <laughs> okay, so what makes a person resilient? You said stubbornness is one. I said that's I'm one. Cheating. That's a negative one of it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You got to be open minded. Um, yeah. A positive, you know, would be just, you know, I think there's a, like a faith factor, you know, you're supposed to have something or you, you've been a good person and you think that you, you deserve something in return of that. And that, so I think there's stubbornness and there's kind of like, Hey, I'm a good person. I deserve to be happy or I deserve to be this deserve to be loved. You know, I don't deserve this. You know, there's, we're in a lockdown right there and I'm out of work. I don't deserve that. I've been a good person my whole life. That's the other part of it in that way is, you know, so. I well, by, by, by the end of this show, we're going to discuss seven things Ooh, that can help okay. you become more resilient. Yeah. Um, but in terms of more general, which was what I was looking for in your response, even though I didn't really specify, so I'm not going to blame you. Um, you. But some general things is genetics plays a role. Really? Yeah. Oh. Personal history. Mm -hmm. Okay. Which I makes sense. Yeah. environment in yeah. situational contexts mm -hmm. um saying all that research has found that genetic parts plays a relatively small wow small small, small okay. role okay. So was, it's pretty yeah, much yeah. your personal history environment and situational context but also can be genetic so it's apparently a combination of those things now the most significant determinant of resilience uh, which is noted in nearly every review or study of resilience in the last 50 years is the quality of our close personal relationships, mm -hmm. especially with parents and primary caregivers for all you parents out there. Um, early attachments to parents play a crucial lifelong role in human adaptation, which 
makes sense, but I think it's something that we don't really pay attention to or talk about or really discuss as a serious benefit of being an active and, and present parent. So um, for all you parents out there, be there for your kids as much as they can because it does contribute in their ability to be resilient, which is a huge, huge factor to succeed and be happy in life. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. Um, so, uh, but I do still want to see what everyone else may have said in terms of what do you think uh, makes a person resilient? And Jen says, I can't type today. <laughs> I meant to type, to, I meant to click another one, but it scrolled up right when I did that. <laughs> so, Jen, there you go. Jen, don't worry, I have those days too. Um, but Toria says, challenges in life. Um, Uh, Clarice says, my husband is key for me. He's my best friend and cheerleader. I love that. Um, Sometime, uh, Kristen says, sometime we need selfish and to say my time, um, which is important. Alexandra says, courage. And Brandy says, a person who sacrificed a lot to make other people happy or others happy. Um, So, yes, there's a lot of Oh, I saw one that Sheila put that was interesting. She said, I believe I am resilient, especially since my husband died four years ago. Mm. I had to be strong for my family and especially living on my own through this pandemic. I try to be very positive and strong, even though sometimes that's hard for me. Yeah. Well, uh, it's it's difficult. And, um, you know, first of all, condolences, Sheila. And I know even though it's been quote unquote four years, some may think that's not recent. It still is painful. And um, our condolence and love is to you. And it it will never really get super easy. I don't think. And, um, but yes, continue to try to be positive, um, be strong and know that you are not alone. And we are here as a community for you, Sheila. Um, The reason I was saying that to you, because I think sometimes people are resilient because they have to for other people in a way. Yeah. You've talked like, about that. Yeah. So that's why I was saying that, 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 you know, you almost are not doing it for yourself. You're doing it for others. You're, you're yeah. playing. So you have to be resilient. So that's why it kind of rang a bell, but yeah. yeah you, you've, you've talked about that, how, how yeah. you felt the need to be resilient. Um, and, and it wasn't necessarily a, a conscious decision. It was kind of more an unconscious subconscious decision for you. Right. Yeah, I mean, I had in the back of my head, my, you know, our mom always saying, you know, you're 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 the you know the man of the house, or you're the the big brother, always take care of them and all that stuff. So that was just going through my head the whole time, as opposed to grief. Yeah. Nice. Um, okay, we're gonna get to the last question, but I think the important thing is, is that you could think of resilience as a set of skills that can be and often is learned. Um, part of the skill building comes from exposure to very difficult but manageable experiences. And I think that's very important for people out there to remember because it's tough right now in life. It's tough in a variety of ways. And just remember, every time you're going through these experiences that are difficult, that are negative, that are challenging, you're becoming more resilient just by surviving, just by breathing. So stay strong and you're going to get better and better and better and stronger and stronger and stronger and more resilient, more resilient, more resilient. And it's a huge tool and asset in life that I think 
doesn't get the the praise or the attention it deserves. Yeah. Um, all right, Taj, let's get to this third question before we continue to the next quote unquote segment. Okay. Sounds like we really prepare well, or I do, but we don't. Not too yeah. much. Anyway, do you think people can strengthen their resilience? Their resiliency. Taj, what do you think? Do you mean by doing something like like exercises or something in that way? Strengthen? I think it's just circumstance in terms of, or I think you can teach yourself to be resilient in a way in terms of like, because if you can catch yourself being negative or you catch yourself being doubtful or catch yourself, you know, because um, you said it's, a, I mean, it's a lot from experience and, and stuff like that. If you can catch the patterns of what you usually fall into and you're like, I always go this way when something happens and, and say, you know, what, this time I'm going to go this way. Mm. I'm going to change it. So, yeah, I think you can strengthen your resilience by, you know, um, acknowledging, you know, I don't even want to say failure because it's not really failure until you quit. Like, that's how I look mm. at it. Um, I, think also, I think also being comfortable with outcomes. You know, I think a lot, oftentimes if we put too much at stake in a certain outcome um, and, and we set ourselves up to make a, a larger fall, where yeah. if, if we can just you know, turn the page or realize that everything we do, especially our failures, our growth experiences, I think that will help strengthen resiliency. Nice. Um, right? You agree? Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So uh, let me let me take a uh, – I should be a little bit quicker on this, but do you think people can strengthen their resiliency? Um, Marlene – says if you don't have resilience you can you can't see all the good sides and beauty of life i, I completely agree great great one marlene janine janine says i think it all starts with having love for yourself it is the most important agree janine um and that's that this is a great point i think we need to pause on because if you don't if you're struggling with your resilience um it may be a self-love thing and 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 if you're having trouble self-loving yourself you are not alone. That's the first thing, because no. I think when you have trouble and you're not having that self-love, you start thinking that it's isolating again. And you start thinking that it's, I'm the worst person in the world. I'm here. I'm there. And you have to change that mentality. You have to, whatever, remove any negative influence or any negative inputs or even a negative history that's giving you that, that mentality because you do have to be a self-loving person, not an egotistical person, but a self-loving per person to be able to be resilient. I think this is a very, very important. Um, self-worth. like Self-worth is huge. Self-worth is everything. I, I, I truly believe everyone was put on this planet to, to make a difference in that way. And I think it's just, it's a travesty that a lot of us feel that we don't have the work, we're not worthy to do that. When in fact we are, and so self worth is so important. And I love L. Um, cool name, by the way. But I love L's comment. I feel in a way, yeah. One way to strengthen your resilience would be by strengthening your relationships around you and surrounding yourself by positive people. Huge. Um, thank you for that, L. And I completely agree. You have to have good relationships around you, and you have to surround yourself with positive people. Again, if it's a negative person, that's just a negative input that's going to bring you down. So make sure you are surrounding yourself with strong 
positive people that are uplifting you and not bringing you down. And that, you know, I mean, that is, that's the pie in the sky. That's what you want. But sometimes, you know, this is luckily not my case, but sometimes you have a partner or, you know, someone that is, is thinking negative in terms of, you know, you can't do this or you can't do that, you know, in terms of, and us as parents, we have to be careful of that with our kids too. Like a lot of, you can't do this, you know, when they dream about something in that way, we weren't brought up that way, which is one of the reasons when you said, you know, um, parenting and all that stuff with resilience, I truly believe sometimes the most limiting factors is the ones you're taught in that way. Todd Jackson, I never heard the phrase pie in the sky. Is that an age thing? I don't think so. I'm curious to know, am I the only one that has never heard pie in the sky? That must be like a, a 70s thing. Uh, <laughs> uh, of course, I'm having fun with my brother. Okay. You are. <laughs> okay, I, I have a question though. Um, do you think, and this is going to be directed to you, Taj, first, do you think loss and trauma that you've experienced in your past has helped you kind of um, prepare for this and, and get through this pandemic? Like, do you think your suffering from your past has made this pandemic more manageable for you? Um, well, for me, I just have different thresholds. I said, you know, the loss of, you know, mom and Uncle Michael, like, are like the top of the, of the I can't deal with this. Everything else is just a different percentage of that. And even with this pandemic, it's not, it's something that can be dealt with, in my in my opinion, in terms of, how I'm looking at it, because once you lose, you know, a parent or someone that is that close to you, it's just a, it's a pain threshold in that way for me. I'm not saying that, you know, other people haven't suffered or lost people through the pandemic. I'm just, I'm just saying for me, it's like, that was it. That was the top of the, of, of the food chain for me. So it's like, you've heard that saying, right? <laughs> okay. No, I've heard I mean, that. Okay. <laughs> okay. I gotta be careful how I use what I use. But that was, that was it. Like that was, and then, so everything else I just deal with it in a way I don't. Oh, okay. I didn't know you were finished, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm scrolling. I don't want to talk too much, you know, this is supposed I, to be. I, I'm I'm smiling at some of these pie in the sky. Uh, it's about even. We have about some people saying I've never heard of it, and some people uh, saying uh, they have. <laughs> That's crazy, Ty. That's good. Though. I like that. But you got a couple of the, those that have heard it, so it's very mm. cool. Um, okay, so Taj, let's let's get to it. Let's talk about ten characteristics of resilient people let's and. Um, this is from a collection of very influential people saying that these are the resilient factors or characteristics that resilient individuals have. Okay. So um, you mentioned one at the top of the show, but we're just going to go through the seven. Number one is to have a positive, realistic outlook on life. Mm -hmm. uh, incredibly important. Taj, what do you have to say about that? That is, it should be number one, because I think positivity is everything. Even if you can turn something, a, a, a negative, you know, or something that a loss or anything, and you can, and it's hard to turn into a positive, but in terms of like, you just have to look at life positively. It's, there's so much other stuff around you 
that is negative. So it's just, you have to be positive. So yeah, nice. I like nice. that as one. As a okay, yeah. cool. Um, agreed, of course. So if I don't have anything great to add, I'm just going to continue on. But you have to be positive. And I think we as a society, I'm trying to think of the way to phrase this because there, there, there is a, it's a, that, that may be a whole nother topic. So I don't even know if I want to bring it up, but we have to be positive. We have to share positivity. We have to stay positive. We have to believe that things are there to challenge us and make us stronger and make us grow. And, and we are going to grow and, and become stronger and be wiser and, and all those good things. So stay positive in life, no matter what you are going through. Uh, number two, you have to have a moral compass. Mm -hmm. What's your thoughts? Oh, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's that's a given for me, but I didn't know that, you know. I, I do know that there's people now that it surprises me that there are people that don't have that moral compass. It's almost like, well, uh, there's no repercussions for what I do, so I'm just going to do this, this, and this. I'm going to screw over this person. But we we grew up that way. We grew up with a moral compass for me, and I just – I so I, it's hard for me to – think that other people don't have morality as a basis in general. Yeah. A moral compass is everything for me. It's uh, if I can sleep at night, then I know I'm a good person. So love it. And I, and I think that's very important. Uh, I like the way you phrase it. If I could sleep at night and for those who are wondering, how's your moral compass, can you sleep at night? You know, are you a, a salesperson who are selling a, a, a product that you don't believe in that you would never do? Maybe that's, you may, may need to check your moral compass, you know? So uh, number three, believe in something greater than themselves. Mm -hmm. You have to, I believe in this wholeheartedly. I think you have to believe it's, it's, you can go as far as, you know, as real to me as like religion and a spiritual thing, mm -hmm. but it's also just not having the ego of thinking the world revolves around you. Yep. Of, of thinking that you are the end all be all that you are everything. I think that's a very dangerous thing. So keeping it on that kind of scale, make sure you are, you know, again, I always feel like I'm plugging the book, but ego is the enemy um, by Ryan holiday is a fantastic oh. book that, that will help you with this. If this is something you think you're struggling with because your ego is in my opinion one of the quickest way if you don't keep it in check is the quickest way to have a life that just deteriorates and that is not as fulfilling as it should be so um believe in something greater than yourself like i said whether it's spiritual religious or just be, being part of a team being something of bigger and i should say instead of or but that's important anything else you want to add to that mr jackson no i i, I do think the loss of some kind of spirituality or some kind of um, belief in something greater, as, as that says, is kind of why we are where we are in this world. Because people don't hold themselves accountable. They think, oh, I'm just in this world to get get what I deserve and this and that. And so they don't care about their fellow human beings. And, and there's no empathy anymore. Mm. Mm, well said. Okay. Um, altruistic. They are altruistic. They have a concern for others and a degree of selflessness. They are often dedicated to causes they find meaningful and that give them a sense of purpose. Mm -hmm. You have to be generous. You have to give. Um, and I think, I wonder if as time goes on, because I've never felt I wasn't a generous person. I think we are raised to be generous and giving. 
but as I've gotten older, the self joy and, and um, the, the enjoyment factor of being generous seems like it continues to increase and amplify. And that's an amazing feeling for, for me um, to know that when you give to others, it, it's really, that's what really is, as I've gotten older, that's been like the, the, the best part of life, to be honest, whether it's my family or whether it's, you know, the community or fans giving is, is an amazing gift. I, I agree. I mean, for me, it's been, my whole life has been seeing the joy of giving and, and seeing the joy of, of helping others that are less fortunate in that way. Just, we grew up, we grew up that way, but at the same time, um, it's just, it's not even just seeing the smile. It's just knowing you help someone else out. It's just, it's a tremendous feeling. I wish society was able to, I don't want to say articulate because society can't really speak, but I wish there was a way that that would become more felt. And therefore I think it would become more natural to do and, and our world would be a lot better place. But I, I, I feel somewhere we're dropping the ball on not showing the, the, the beautiful thing that is giving, you know, and I wish that would. Do you want me to answer for you since? Please. I'm, I'm seriously perplexed why we don't. That's very easy. Well, we say society, society is, is controlled by the media. It's what we see. And we honor, you know, with Forbes and all those other, that we honor people that are rich that usually don't give back to anything. You know, it's about accumulating wealth, the wealthiest person in the world. Well, if you're that wealthy, you can't give in that way. So it's, it's a catch 22. We should be highlighting people that are donated their time to helping others, you know, the teachers, you know, all those kind of fire people, fire per people in that way. It's just when you give a service, that's giving. And, and we we're completely opposite. We're in terms of how much money have you made? You know, how famous are you? And so it's just backwards. That's literally is it in terms of we highlighted the, the people that were the most charitable or the people that had spent the most time giving their hours of, to charity or helping others or teaching others. It'd be different. People would strive to do that because that would be the, what people valued. And to add to that, though, Taj, what I want to say is I think the media does a disservice. And I feel like, well, we, it's been a while since we've talked bad about media, but I think they do a disservice by highlighting negativity. You know, yeah. negativity sells. So it, it doesn't, I don't really believe that altruism and negativity, you know, are in the same family. And I just wish, you know, that's why there are great, for those on it, social media, there are some great accounts that project positivity um, and go find some of those, follow those and, and it will uplift yourself. And, and I think you'll give more and be more generous. So we talk more about billionaires than teachers in that way. You, you know, it's, it's ridiculous. All right, Taj, um, accept what they cannot change. So that's a big one. Um, and it's a big one. I think it's a big one for me because this is probably my weakest out of the seven, I would say, because I don't know what it is. I don't know if it was the way I was raised. I don't know if it's just a TJ's thing. I don't know what it is, but I feel like everything I can kind of control or there's a, I, I am, I don't want to say I'm the reason for good or bad in my life. I'm very much responsible. I have that mindset that I am so hundred percent responsible for my life. Yeah, and you and you got to be careful with that, you know, because if there's a tragedy or 
a really tough situation that isn't your fault or you have nothing to do with, but you have that mentality, it can it can really diminish your your resilience and your your ability to bounce back. Mm-hmm. Um, anything you want to add on that, Mr. Tosh Jackson? No, it's something that I learned early, but um, yeah, so you, you can deal with this. Yeah, I, I've been very good with it, almost nonchalantly. But it just, especially if it's something without not within your control like you said control but certain things aren't in your control they rely on someone else and in that way there's nothing you can do about it and i i do know the difference in that in that way if it's just you know um baseball analogy real quick when we play baseball um, i'm hitting it is within my control to hit the ball or not hit the ball you know but it's not in my control if our team wins or not there's a big difference in that way that's great um, number six, have a mission, meaning a purpose. Um, people who are resilient have a mission. They have a meaning. They have a purpose. They feel the feeling of committing to a meaningful mission in life gives them courage and strength. Um, I think that's important. You know, mm-hmm. I think having a purpose in life will not only increase your happiness, but give you that purpose and, and make you more stronger and make you hold on, make you more. Um, I got to bounce back for this meaning or this mission or this purpose in my life. Mm-hmm. So I think again, for anyone who's struggling out there in resilience, um, find a pur- purpose, find a mission, find a meaning. Um, and it could be anything, you know, it could be saving, you know, cats in the neighborhood. It could be, I don't know where I thought of that, but it could be, it could be anything. It could be, Really anything, anything that that you feel you could contribute to, do it, and that will help give you purpose and, and bring your resilience up because you'll you'll want to stay there to help others naturally. Yeah. Does it? Just, I mean, yeah. yeah I, mean, I said it earlier on. I, I I believe everyone has a a purpose in life. Like they're they're put on this earth for a reason. So. Uh, and our last final characteristic of resilient individuals is to have a support system. One of the most important. Um, This is crucial. And, you know, uh, resilient people have a social support system. They support others as well. Very few resilient people go at it alone. Um, They rely on their family or their community. Um, And, you know, that's one thing why we, wanted to do not only DDJF, but this Power of Love show, because we knew the the strength in building a community for each other and how uplifting and empowering it can be. And this is the support system, you know, and, and this is what we wanted to do. And it's continually getting bigger and bigger. And, and this is a support system for everyone here. And, and there's no, there's nothing wrong with finding another one. And we had um, Maya, Kapana. Um, she talked about the the support system that has helped her get through losing Henry, you know, a good friend of ours. And, and you have to find and it. The reason why I brought uh, Miss Kapana up, I don't want to ruin her. Uh, you didn't. Mia. Mia. I knew it. I know the reason you. why I brought up Mia <laughs> is because <laughs> Taj, I'm sorry. The reason why I brought uh, Mia up is because it was so powerful when she talked about the group, you know, for widows. Um, and, um, whatever you are going through, there is an extra support system for you. Don't just, if you still need the help, don't just stop here at DDJF, 
find that extra niche, that specific support system group that will help you with whatever it is you are going through. Support systems are huge and there's nothing wrong with it. And we have to take, we always talk about the negative stuff about social media mm-hmm. and our current world. We have to also highlight the positive. And this to me is one, if not the biggest positive of social media. We're connected a lot easier if we take advantage of it. Um, Good point, T. Thank you. Taj Jackson, anything else you want to say um, before we close this episode? No. I mean, um, it's it's troubling times, as I always say. It's just – it's hard to surround yourself with good people if, if – you know, but – if you don't know they're good people and sometimes they're your worst enemies or sometimes they're your best friends in that way. But you just have to um, think positive and you have to believe in yourself is is the most important thing in general. Self-worth is is very important. Love it. Love it. Um, Okay. So we are going to wrap up the show. Um, We've never talked about resilience in a show. So it was great that we did. But I do want to say one more thing. Um, talk about one more thing. Taj, what are you drinking? Is that coffee bean? It is coffee bean in a in a in a glass. Okay. And then this why is why in a glass, and why not the regular coffee bean? Because they're not sponsoring the show. Okay. <laughs> a true professional, Mr. Taj Jackson. Um, but yes, we talked about this community being a support system. I'm going to remind everyone that we also have an official Facebook group. So even if you're watching this on Facebook, you can also join the Facebook group where you can get more specific and talk about things and have a support system there for each other. Um, so don't be afraid to join that group. It's an awesome growing group. And then the other thing I wanted to discuss was our bingo, um, yeah. our bingo event, which I'm going to just type it in right now. Um, it's And I may mess this up, so I apologize if I am, but I believe it's 50 spots. That is it. And we already are taking some of the spots because I'm going to be playing. You're going to be playing, right, Taj? Mm -hmm. And some of our board members, we're going to play a game, a fun game of bingo. Um, Again, because of COVID and the pandemic, our regular fundraising events had to be delayed or canceled, I should say. So Mm -hmm. these are certain ways we're going to be raising funds. Um, Mm -hmm. The tickets for bingo are $30. Um, So it's going to be in three weeks the 28th at 1 p.m. So on the 28th at this time, we won't be having a show. We'll be doing bingo. So if you want to join, make sure you do so. We did a recent post recently with the information, but join in if you want to see me at least win. I don't know how the format's going to be, but I'm going to win one game. I'm going to smoke Taj. I'm going to smoke everyone. everyone. No, but it's going to be a fun event, and it's just a way for us to to fundraise in 2020 during this pandemic. Mm-hmm. So, with that said, uh, Taj, anything else you want to say before we close the show? Um, I, yeah, I mean, I was I I put it in this because I I don't like the casing of the for the coronavirus thing. I pour everything like into another thing. That's oh. the answer. Todd, all right. Yeah, Todd's not playing around. Yeah. All right. We are taking off. We will be back next Wednesday at 1 p.m. Thank you guys for joining us. Make sure you stay strong, stay resilient. Love always and adios.